Hi there, this is Catherine. Thanks you for listening to my SEO Tips micro podcast. So before we get into today's SEO tip, I just wanted to share with you the ways you can support the podcast if you're enjoying all the tips and finding them useful. So you can send me a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash Catherine W. Ong, O-N-G. And that's Catherine with a K. Any and all levels of donation are appreciated. It will help me offset the cost of producing the podcast. So that's buymeacoffee.com slash K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-W-O-N-G. I'd also encourage you to subscribe to our email list to make sure you're not missing any future episodes or any other news about the SEO Tips podcast. And to do that, you'd go to wostrategies.com slash newsletter. Okay, on with today's tip. Let's talk about the page experience Google update. Hello, thanks for listening to SEO Tips today. So we now have a deadline around when the Web Core Vitals measurement will impact rankings, May of 2021. So let's talk about how to prepare. Google has announced that the metrics measured in their Web Core Vitals report data will impact rankings in May of next year as well as the previous metrics like web usability, web safety, mobile interstitials, and this will be an aggregated ranking signal. So the new page experience ranking factor will include load speed, the largest content paint factor from Core Web Vitals, responsiveness, which is the first input delay from Web Core Vitals, uh, the visual layout stability, which is called cumulative layout shift from Core Web Vitals, whether the URLs are mobile friendly, whether they're safe and clean website code, the safe browsing with no malware, um, the use of HTTPS, which you all should be there by now, and no intrusive interstitials. So let's talk about what those metrics are and what a good measurement would mean. There are three core elements, core metrics that are part of Google Lighthouse. The first one is the largest content uh, contentful paint. This metric measures the time it takes for a page's primary content to load. And according to Google, load times under 2.5 seconds are good and over four seconds are poor. And just as an FYI, top ranking URLs are currently loading at 1.1 seconds. So just as a benchmark. The second measurement is the first input delay. This measurement measures the amount of time it takes after loading the page for a user to be able to interact with anything on the page. And according to Google, 100 milliseconds or less is good, and anything over 300 milliseconds is poor. And then there's the cumulative layout shift. And this measure, metric measures the um, whether or not items shift while they're loading. And the lower the cumulative layout shift, the better. Google says 0.1 is good and higher than 0.25 is bad. Um, So how could you go about benchmarking your existing site based on these metrics? Well, you can find the metrics in Google Search Console's Web Core Vitals report. And in that report, you can find recommendations for improving using the PageSpeed Insights tool and Chrome Lighthouse. Frankly, you click on a URL, it will send you there. And it's essential to keep in mind that while the report shows you a range for good URLs, um, again, I measured that top ranking URLs are in that 1.1 second range. Okay. So, and how about if you're working on new sites? So if you're about to launch a new site and you need to measure core web vitals before launch, I would recommend the following, either Scrimming Frog with a PageSpeed API turned on before you crawl or deep crawl. And I believe some of the other ones like OnCrawl also have integrations with web core vitals at this point. All of those run off the lab data. Um, And if your site allows for crawling from unknown IPs, I work with a couple that don't. Um, There are a bunch of other tools that can assist and you can check URLs in bulk. Um, One of the websites to do that is called batchspeed.com. The other one is this Experte 
com slash web vitals. It's a bulk core web vitals check also lets you do it um, in mass. You can get those links off my website. And let's talk about how to set up reporting to track improvements on these metrics. So there's a crux dashboard in Google Data Studio, super easy to set up, but it just gives you a percentage of improvement for your site and doesn't provide you any sort of URL specific data, but it will help you benchmark and show improvement over time, hopefully improvement over time. (laughs) There's also a Google sheet that pings the PageSpeed API, does something similar. Again, links on my website. Um, You can also introduce the Web Core Vitals JavaScript library into your workflow and testing pipeline available via CDN. The library can be included in your production HTML. It's written to transmit independently gathered field data where you want to um, collaborate those for your, sorry, collate those for your reports. And you can create a workflow to send those scores actually via Google Tag Manager to your Google Analytics and the reporting's right inside your Google Analytics. Uh, And Lighthouse also comes with a variety of options to work it into your workflow. So here are a few tips about troubleshooting the data on your own once you start looking at it. Um, For more accurate results on the Web Vitals extension and using Chrome DevTools, remember to empty your cache um, or do a hard refresh in Chrome. So if you're on a Windows machine, that would be Control F5 uh, on Windows. Um, Otherwise, I have a link to how to do that on a Mac or various other browsers. And if you're looking for an easy solution to um, measure this Web Core Vital stuff and you have a little bit of cash, um, there's this software called Foo Software. It has Web Vitals code. And for $10 a month, you get unlimited URLs. comes with a dashboard. Once you get the account, you can use their Google Data Studio Lighthouse connector and pull all the data into your Google Data Studio reports. That will give you Web Core Vitals reporting per URL that you can take action on. So let's talk about what you should look for in the reporting to improve things. And all of these tips come from Shane Jones, shared them on Twitter. He's amazing. Hat tip to him. Um, And so uh, his short list of things to look at are um, if you get a note about reducing reducing server response time, you might want to think about using a CDN. If there gets a note about reducing uh, render blocking JS and CSS, you would minify that or maybe add the code inline. you always want to make sure your images are optimized and compressed and they're at the appropriate size. Uh, and if things are really bad, maybe you look at an image CDN or lazy loading. Compression, you should use gzip as a minimum. There's other tools you could also use to get that compression in place. Minify and compress your uh, JS JavaScript, which you should have been doing for a while now. And defer the loading of anything that's unused um, in the page load or split the code. So you only put the essential stuff at the top, less essential stuff down below. So anyway, that's your tip for today. I would absolutely recommend you set up the reporting to benchmark your site's core web vital metrics, um, perhaps by sending them as an event into your Google Analytics, then a lot of marketing folks have easy access to it. And if you're working on a new site, you'd want to make sure that you crawl with the web core vitals added in so you can assess your site's mobile UX before it launches, because this is all going to impact rankings next year. Thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow for another SEO tip.